Hi everyone and welcome to episode 52 of Char by Podcast. My name is Jacqueline White and I'll be delivering the episode solo this week. As the world recovers from COVID-19 and things begin to return to normal, most employees have been called back to the workplace. However, this return has not been an easy move for employers as they navigate the new territory of vaccination requirements. Prior to the 15th of December, New South Wales had imposed strict vaccination requirements. For those who were non-vaccinated, they were only allowed the freedoms that came with essential services, so i.e. supermarkets or chemists. However, this all changed on the 15th, when people residing in New South Wales were granted all the same freedoms irrespective of vaccination status. However, some employers have taken a different approach with some companies attempting to implement a mandatory vaccination policy. Now, undoubtedly a controversial area of evolving employment law, we have been awaiting guidance from the legal system as to whether these mandatory vaccination policies would be considered legal. Well, at the beginning of December, New South Wales saw their first test case on mandatory vaccination policies. On the 3rd of December 2021, a five-member full bench of the Fair Work Commission deemed that a vaccine mandate introduced by BHP at its Mount Arthur coal mine in New South Wales was not a reasonable direction, as BHP had failed to properly consult its employees prior to implementing the policy. However, the decision does not definitively determine that all COVID-19 vaccines mandates within New South Wales workplaces would be considered unreasonable. Rather, it serves as a timely reminder for all employers of the importance in engaging in genuine and meaningful consultation before making any decisions to implement a mandatory vaccination policy. So, what happened at the Mount Arthur coal mine? The vaccine mandate introduced by BHP concerns an announcement made at the Mount Arthur coal mine that there would be a site access requirement. This would require employees to have at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine by 10 November 2021 and to be fully vaccinated by 21 January 2022 in order to access the mine. None of the parties, including BHP, Mount Arthur Coal Proprietary Limited and the Construction, Forestry, Maritime, Mining and Energy Union submitted that there was anything in, firstly, the public health orders, secondly, the Mount Arthur Coal Enterprise Agreement or in the express terms of the employee contracts that provided a legal basis for the site access requirement. Therefore, the basis for the mandate must have derived from the term implied into all employment contracts that employees follow lawful and reasonable directions of their employers. The Fair Work discussed both the lawful and reasonableness of the site access requirement. However, the decision was based on the reasonableness, specifically the failure to consult employees. For a direction to be lawful, it must fall within the scope of the employee's employment and must not be something that would be unlawful. In regards to the lawfulness of the site access requirement, the Fair Work said, quote, If a direction is to protect the health and safety at work of employees and other persons frequenting the premises, then such a direction is likely to be lawful, unquote. The Fair Work Commission determined the site access requirement was prima facie lawful as it falls within the scope of employment and there is nothing illegal about being vaccinated. However, the issue that arose was the reasonableness of the direction. The Fair Work Commission stated that the reasonableness of a direction is a question of fact that will be assessed on a case-by-case basis with a consideration of all circumstances. The Fair Work Commission listed various circumstances to consider 
including whether or not the employer has complied with relevant consultation obligations, the nature of the employment, the common practices that exist, and the general provisions of any instrument governing the relationship. The Fair Work Commission determined that the Mount Arthur Coal failed to consult their employees in accordance with their consultation obligations. The introduction of the site access requirement triggered the consultation obligations within the Works, Health and Safety Act 2011. Section 47 of the Act requires the person conducting a business to consult with workers who carry out work for the business or undertaking who are or likely to be directly affected by a matter relating to work health and safety. Section 49 further specifies that consultation must occur whilst the decision is being made. Several cases have referred to what constitute consultation, including TVW Enterprises Limited and Duffy. This case highlighted that, quote, a responsibility to consult carries a responsibility to give those consulted an opportunity to be heard and to express their views so that they may be taken into account, unquote. Mount Arthur Cole submitted that between 21 August 2021 and 7 October 2021, they began a process of consultation and engagement with employees about the proposed site access requirement. They stated this process included engaging with unions and setting up a vaccine mailbox, where employees could write in questions and comments regarding the site access requirement. However, on the 7th of October, an announcement was made that the site access requirement will be introduced rather than proposed or intended. The Fair Work Commission determined that despite Mount Arthur Cole noting they were committed to consulting with the workforce, quote, it did not appear that employees were asked to contribute ideas or suggestions related to the decision-making process, unquote. The Fair Work Commission noted that Mount Arthur Cole only received 20 emails to the vaccine mailbox from Mount Arthur employees, and it was not evident that a genuine attempt to consult with the unions during the assessment period had occurred. The Fair Work Commission noted that adequate consultation does not require that the consulted agree to the direction or give them a power of veto, but that Mount Arthur Cole should have provided employees with a reasonable opportunity to persuade the decision maker in relation to the decision to introduce the site access requirement. In contrast to the minimal consultation said to have occurred in the decision making or assessment phase, during the implementation phase that followed the announcement of the site access requirement, Mount Arthur Cole engaged in toolbox meetings with employees, meetings of various health and safety committees, the provision of some information about the risk assessment underpinning the site access requirement, and meetings between the unions and BHP to discuss concerns. The Fair Work Commission noted that, quote, the contrast in the consultation or engagement with employees in the implementation phase compared to the assessment phase is stark and suggests that during the assessment phase, the respondent was not consulting as far as is reasonably practical as required under Section 47 of the Work Health and Safety Act. The Fair Work Commission noted a list of considerations that would have acted in the favour of Mount Arthur Cole when considering reasonableness of the site access requirement, including the site access requirement is directed at ensuring the health and safety of workers of the mine, it has logical and understandable basis. It is a reasonably proportionate response to the risk created by COVID-19. It was developed having regard to the circumstances at the mine, including the fact that mine workers cannot work from home and they come into contact with other workers whilst at work. The timing for its commencement was determined by reference to circumstances pertaining to New South Wales and the local area at the time. 
It was only implemented after Mount Arthur spent a considerable amount of time encouraging vaccination and setting up vaccination hub for workers at the mine. However, it was ultimately decided that due to a failure to properly consult employees prior to the decision being made to implement the site access requirement, as required under the Work Health and Safety Act, the direction was unreasonable. So essentially, if workers had been consulted, it would have been likely found that the mandate was lawful and reasonable in the circumstances. Now, another interesting argument raised by the union representing the employees was that the site access requirement impacted upon the choice for an individual to undergo a medical procedure. It engages the common law right to personal and bodily autonomy and integrity. However, the Fair Work Commission found that this bodily right is not violated by the site access requirement. In justifying this finding, the Commission quoted Chief Justice Beach Jones in Kazam and Hazard. Quote, People may choose to be vaccinated or undertake some other form of medical procedure in response to various forms of societal pressures, including a law or a rule, an employment condition, or to avoid familial or social resentment, even scorn. However, if they do so, that does not mean their consent is vitiated or makes the doctor who performed the vaccination liable for assault, unquote. However, on the issue of consultation, the Fair Work Commission did note that it is common knowledge some citizens feel strongly about their bodily integrity, and it is important that these employees be heard, consulted, and their views considered. So what does this mean for mandatory COVID-19 policies? The Fair Work Commission noted that absent a public health order or express term in a contract, the requirement that an employee be vaccinated as a condition of entry to the workplace must be derived from the implied term that employees obey lawful and reasonable directions from their employer. The Fair Work Commission reiterated that such a decision will be determined on a case-by-case basis. However, the Commission made some broad observations, including, if the object and purpose of a direction is to protect health and safety of employees and others, such a direction is likely to be lawful. To establish a direction as reasonable, it need not be necessary to show the direction is the preferable or most appropriate course of action or in the best interest of the parties. A determination of reasonableness can only be made with reference to subject matter and context. Therefore, the Fair Work Commission have made it clear that they're not going to make a general statement or determination on whether a vaccine mandate will be considered a lawful and reasonable direction. It will all depend on the circumstances on a case-by-case basis. Now to clarify, ideally, before a mandatory vaccination policy is introduced, employees will have been given every opportunity to be vaccinated. They will have been consulted and will understand the justification for such a policy. The Fair Work Commission decision has emphasised that this consultation must occur before making the decision to introduce a COVID-19 vaccine policy, i.e. at the risk assessment phase. The earlier stage of consultation is necessary in order for the employer to discharge their duty under sections 47 and 49 of the Work Health and Safety Act. The decision-making process in determining whether to implement a mandatory COVID-19 vaccine policy will likely be very complex for employers, so it's important employers seek legal advice before making any decisions on mandatory vaccination policies. So this is undoubtedly going to be an evolving area of law that we will definitely be seeing some interesting decisions surrounding mandatory vaccinations. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Trial by Podcast. Remember to visit us on Instagram at Trial by Podcast and let us know of any future legal topics you'd like to discuss. So this is going to be our final podcast episode for 2021. I know I have really enjoyed working on this podcast this year and uncovering some really interesting and important legal issues. 
I think my favourite episode this year was number 43, Consent Law Reform in New South Wales. Just as a quick update, in that episode, we discussed the proposed sexual assault law reforms in New South Wales. And finally, on the Tuesday, the 23rd of November, the New South Wales government's affirmative consent bill passed the upper house and was later assented on the 8th of December. So under this legislation, the New South Wales Crimes Act will be changed to specify any consent to sexual activity must be communicated by words or actions, not simply assumed. I recommend if you haven't listened to that podcast yet, go check it out. We wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and we can't wait to check in with you again in 2022.